you get changed by the Patriot way. And now that I'm a Patriot, I have to start living like one and and making the right decisions for them. But only three years into his run with the New England Patriots, one tragic night changed everything. It's just a stunning fall from grace, all self-induced. But one of those stories that for every one of those rags to riches kind of stories a kid makes good, this is the opposite. This is the complete opposite. Odin Lloyd's body was found in an industrial park about a mile from Hernandez's house with multiple gunshot wounds to the back and chest. Um, they never like explained this on Wikipedia, but Odin Lloyd was dating the sister of his fiance. Yes. Mm. And he texted. And he was a semi-pro football okay. player. Okay. And he texts his. Yeah. He who did he text? He's like. I can't remember who he texted. But he, he said only, like. They said who are you with? And all he said was NFL. NFL. Yeah, and he's like, just wanted you to know I'm with NFL, just in case. Like, and it was like three in the morning. What is that supposed to mean? He's with Aaron Hernandez. Like I'm the NFL. I th- I think that's what we think. That it was means. the only person he knew that was an NFL player. Yeah, and. The Massachusetts State Police obtained a search warrant after evidence surfaced that Hernandez had intentionally destroyed his home security system, a cell phone belonging to Hernandez. If if you want a textbook example of how not to commit a crime. Oh, it's so bad, this one. Go look at Aaron Hernandez and what he did before and after he murdered this guy. Yeah. I think that was their gum found. They had him on video buying a certain kind of chewing gum. Mm -hmm. That chewing gum was found at the scene of the crime. He shot someone and spit his gum out. Yeah, and then the guy... He rented a car, so no one would recognize him driving around town. He pulled that car up. He drove it to his own house and got out right after the guy was shot. I mean, they have have other security cameras and stuff Mm -hmm. that, that captured the sound of the gunshot, so I think they know exactly when it went off. Yeah. And then they have him getting out of his car, this rental car, at his house, holding a gun. Yep, in front of his house. And I think there was a key found in Odin Lloyd's pocket that was connected to Aaron Hernandez. Like, I don't know if it was a hotel room or something. Like, it was just really obvious. Hernandez turned over a cell phone in pieces, and he... Allegedly hired a team of house cleaners to the same day Lloyd's body was discovered, raising additional suspicion. Police arrived at Hernandez's home the next morning. His agent advised him to go outside to speak with them to ask why they were there. And police and police arrested him. This is the image where he's got his hand behind his back, I think. But they put the white shirt over him like his shirt isn't on. They just like threw it over him. Okay, but okay. so before he was arrested completely, he went to talk to Bill Belichick. Bill. And he asked him point blank, did you have anything to do with the murder? And he responded, absolutely not. And then Bill Belichick went on vacation. It was like a five-minute conversation. And Hernandez also assured Patriots owner Robert Kraft that he was innocent, even though he was in a prostitution. (laughs) On June 20th, 2013, the Boston Herald reported Patriots had barred Hernandez from Gillette Stadium. The Patriots released Hernandez from the team about 90 minutes later, before officially learning the charges against him. Later that day, Hernandez was charged with first-degree murder in addition to five gun-related charges. He was held without bail at the Bristol County Jail. Prosecutors say it all unraveled in June 2013, when police say Hernandez and two others picked up a friend, 27-year-old Odin Lloyd, a journeyman semi-pro football player, and murdered him. 
The night began in Providence, Rhode Island, where Hernandez and a group of friends ran up a $243 bar tab at the South Street Cafe. He paid the tab and left without incident. Authorities say he stopped for gas shortly after 2 o'clock in the morning with a man resembling his co-defendant, Carlos Ortiz, and can be seen raising his arms and seeming to dance as he walks toward the store. Inside, he buys cigars and blue bubblicious bubblegum. The same type of bubblegum authorities later found attached to a 45 caliber shell casing. Here's what's important about that. Remember, he bought blue bubblicious gum. <laughs> There's a, a wad of blue bubblicious gum stuck on a 45 caliber shell casing. Outside, the man resembling Ortiz appears to be wearing a white towel around his neck. Authorities say a white towel was also discovered at the murder scene. After this, prosecutors say Hernandez and two accomplices drove to pick up Odin Lloyd, then drove him to an industrial park where they shot him to death. Police have never found the murder weapon or the white clothes Hernandez was wearing that night. Well, one thing I know is missing. That's Hernandez's clothing. Is that in the black bag? There's a lot of speculation that the murder weapon may have been in the black bag. That black bag, also captured on surveillance video at Hernandez's home, his fiancée, Shagana Jenkins, two days after the murder, seen carrying a heavy-looking black trash bag from their shared home. Why is she taking trash bags of potential evidence out of the home? For Hernandez, it's been a steep fall from athletic stardom and riches. You're thinking he's headed for Pro Bowls and more Super Bowls. And instead, of course, now we look and see, you know, he could be very easily headed for a life in jail. Within hours of Hernandez's arrest, the team's official pro shop moved all of his memorabilia and merchandise and removed those items from the website also. So they're not going to sell it anymore. The Patriots pro shop exchanged about 2,500 previously sold Hernandez's jerseys for other jerseys, destroying and recycling the Hernandez jersey for a loss of $250,000. Wow. But for an NFL team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be like me finding out, Mr. Myers, you've just lost $20. Yeah, son of a bitch. Well, fuck. You fuck. know, I mean, 20 bu- I mean, 20 bucks is still 20 bucks. <laughs> After Except the-, the conversation with them is $250,000 is still $250,000. At the end of the day, it doesn't really change my life, and I'll have forgotten about it in five minutes. After his arrest for the murder of Odin Lloyd, Belichick prohibited Hernandez's name from being spoken in the locker room. Gronkowski has also repeatedly declined to answer any questions about Hernandez in interviews, even going so far as to walk out of an interview when Hernandez's name was brought up. He said, nope. I don't blame him. Not going to talk about it. I mean, what else would he add besides... Like, I don't know. I wasn't there. The NFL salary cap allows teams to prorate signing bonuses over the life of a contract or a five-year period, whichever is shorter. By cutting Hernandez, the Patriots accelerated all of Hernandez's remaining guaranteed money into the 2013-2014 cap. The team took a 2.55 million hit in 2013 and another 7.5 million hit in 2014. Explain that. <laughs> it just is like they owe him his money they have to give him his money that okay he- so of his contract i think i explained this earlier there's there's two portions of it there's guaranteed and your non-guaranteed money so if they had assigned him his entire contract 
you know, if it's $10 million and then the guarantee is only two, you're getting $2 million. Mm-hmm. Some teams will pay you that up front. Or like it said, they'll spread it out and you'll get that plus whatever. Um, but that counts against how much you can spend throughout the season and the yeah. way different ways of breaking it up will depend upon how much I think they said whatever works best for towards them. right so they can count and that's how they'll pay i mean you can only pay out so much money a year mm-hmm. so if you're going to give someone a you know a 50 million dollar sign-in bonus that's why some top players might take less so the team has more to spend does that that's ever happen correct, yes. yeah more to spend on other teams yes. or other that players. happens more in the nfl than yeah the that's right but Okay, so he still was getting money. So even though they kicked him off the team, yeah, it was they still had to pay him what they signed. Yeah, right? the Boston Globe described Hernandez as being strangely content while in jail, an attitude that confused and fucking irritated his fiance. You can hear it. She talked to him, and she's like, "Yeah, uh huh." Like you can tell, I don't. They ever never say anything where she's like, "You're fucking pissing me off." But he's just like, "Yeah, I'm just here, you know. I keep keep my cell clean, and every Sunday I wipe it down." And she's like, "You are enjoying this too much." <laughs> he told his mother that I've been the most relaxed and less stressed in jail that I have out of jail. He was, however, punished on multiple occasions for breaking prison rules, including including screaming and banging on his cell door. Uh, Hernandez could speak to Jenkins on the phone and often did twice a day, but she was facing perjury charges related to his arrest. So she, I don't, I guess she lied for him. I was like, oh no, we were together. Jenkins. That's called lying. Yeah. You can lie. You can get yeah. in trouble for lying. You can lie about one, but you can't lie about two. <laughs> what? That's what we say at work. <laughs> you can lie about one load not picking up, but you can't lie about two. <laughs> You can be bad at your job just this much. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like it. He only saw his daughter when Jenkins' mother brought her to visit. So the fiance may not be able to come to the jail because she's facing legal charges. Mm. He reconnected with his mother from whom he had been estranged for many years while in prison. While being held at the Bristol County Jail, Hernandez was kept in a segregated unit especially grim section that was normally housed with the and was normally housed with the mentally ill and violent. So he asked to be moved and Sheriff Thomas M. Hogs Hodgson <laughs> Hogskin H O D G S O N Hogsden would not allow it. Hernandez believed believed that the sheriff exploited his incarceration for publicity. His lawyer says he was taunted relentlessly by guards. So this law- or this sheriff, I think, really did not like Hernandez at all and wouldn't. He said, you're not going to be treated any better or any worse than anyone else. But and I don't know how often he needed to be segregated, like celebrities in jail, or if he was just like, now nah, we're doing this for your own protection, whether he liked it or not. And being in segregation with all the mentally ill people probably isn't a lot of fun. And. Jose Baez said that the sheriff would not shut the fuck up about having Hernandez there. Uh-oh. So doing interview, and it's usually the sheriff doesn't do interviews. They allow the inmates to do them until they like jo- Jody Aries was allowed to do, and obviously interviews. And finally, they're like, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to talk to the public anymore. <laughs> and that one sheriff was like, you're done. But for whatever reason, this sheriff was giving interviews about Hernandez. And Jose said they're about to put a restraining order or a gag order on him. I don't know what you call it. Good luck to him. Yeah. Two other men were also arrested in connection with Lloyd's death, Carlo Oritz and Ernest Wallace. Oritz revealed to the police that Hernandez had secretly rented an apartment in Franklin, Massachusetts. A subsequent search of the apartment 
according to the Associated Press, turned up ammunition and clothing that police believe could have been evidence in the murder case against him. So he had a, like, I don't know if they called it a flop house or a crash house or a, a second rent, a second place that the fiance did not know about. And it wasn't like he said, get me a really nice place. It was like the rent was 2500 a month, which is more than what I want to spend on rent. But for someone like him, that's not. Yeah. And it wasn't in like a secure neighborhood. Like he, you know, he was super paranoid. It wasn't like he was trying to compensate his paranoia by living in a safe place. It was uh, the opposite of that. On August 22nd, 2013, Hernandez was indicted by a grand jury for the murder of Odin Lloyd. Shocking. On September 6th, 2013, he was arraigned and pleaded not guilty to first-degree murder. He was held without bail. And on September 27th, 2013, Hernandez's fiancée, Shana Jenkins, was indicted on perjury charges. On April 15th, 2015, Hernandez was found a guilty of murder in the first degree. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> a charge that in Massachusetts automatically carries a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Four person. On indictment 2013-983-A, charging the defendant Aaron Hernandez with murder. What say you, Madam Four Person? Is the defendant not guilty, guilty of murder in the first degree, or guilty of murder in the second degree? Guilty of murder in the first degree. Madam Four Person, by which theory or theories, deliberate premeditation and or extreme atrocity or cruelty? Extreme atrocity or cruelty. Indictment 2013-983-B, charging the defendant Aaron Hernandez with unlawful possession of a firearm while not at home or work. What say you, Madam Four Person? Is the defendant not guilty or guilty? Guilty. Indictment 2013-983-C. Charging the defendant, Aaron Hernandez, with unlawful possession of ammunition. What say you, Madam Four Person? Is the defendant not guilty or guilty? Guilty. He was also found guilty of five char- fire charge arms offenses. You heard me. Uh, a motive for murder was never identified or established but police investigated the possibility that lloyd may have learned of hernandez's homosexuality and hernandez was worried that lloyd might out him to others is that he killed him because he knew he was gay and so is that really it i don't don't know. know i don't know but no matter how casually it started and no matter how unlikely friends say odin lloyd and aaron hernandez they also shared a common upbringing, growing up in poor, tough neighborhoods. I think that's probably why it was an easier match for both of them to rise and not be in situations of jail or incarceration, you know, is, is credit to both of them. That difficult neighborhood was reality Lloyd still had to deal with every day. With no money for a car, he would bicycle the 20 miles to the Bandits games. You know he's dedicated when you see him coming around the corner with his, his shoulder pads and, and his helmet on the <laughs> on the stairway of his bike. And there were times this talented linebacker couldn't afford a uniform. So he was wearing a jersey with somebody else's name. Yeah, a couple of games he did, yes. Did you ever wonder why Odin was hanging out with an NFL player? The two, a semi-pro guy and now this NFL player. Did it seem strange? No, I mean, I think some guys and myself was envious of it. Who doesn't want to hang with an NFL player? But somehow this unequal relationship was about to come unraveled. 
On Friday, June the 14th, police say Hernandez and Lloyd were at this nightclub when a dispute broke out. Prosecutors say that there was some kind of an argument the Friday night before that Hernandez was upset that Lloyd was talking to a group of people. Did he ever discuss that to you? No, nah, but he had said that they went on Friday and they had a good time. He didn't present anything about any argument, anything like that. I don't think he thought there was anything like wrong. I don't think he felt it was a, it was, it was a fight. A day later, Lloyd surprised his teammates by showing up for practice without his bicycle. And I see a black SUV pull up, you know, I'm just looking at, looking at who's in the car. And I see him like, Odin, whose car is that? In first comments, you know, coach. Now, when he said, you know, mm -hmm. who did that, who is it referring to? Um, Mr. Hernandez. Prosecutors have not publicly discussed motive, but documents they've released reveal two points they are investigating further. Hernandez's fiance, Jenkins, told police she suspected Lloyd was a marijuana dealer. And police recovered in a safe in Hernandez's house a scale. Police say the kind used to weigh drugs. But Lloyd's coach is adamant Lloyd had nothing to do with drugs. He was a drug dealer. You a drug dealer, you ain't riding a bike to practice. Police are also investigating Hernandez's alleged involvement in a 2012 drive-by shooting in Boston that left two people dead. Could Lloyd have been killed because he knew details about the shooting? He was transferred to serve the remainder of his life sentence at the Sousa Baranowski Correctional Center. I want to have a prison named after me. It wouldn't sound as eloquent, would it? If you get famous enough on this podcast, maybe. Maybe they name a prison after me. While in prison, Hernandez came out as gay to his mother, lawyer, and ex-girlfriend. And an ex-girlfriend. His attorney, George Leontire, said his client clearly was gay and described the immense pain that it caused him and the self-hatred that came from growing up in a culture that was anti-gay. So, like, you know, that's not fun. Which there is uh, obviously a lot of truth. Um, after listening to more than 300 recorded phone calls, the Boston Globe reported that Hernandez was prone to going on homophobic rants. This is what I was talking about, the, using the F word all the time. Yeah. Uh, however, in a recorded phone call, Hernandez admitted that he was attracted to men and said it made him angry all the time. Oh, he just Aww. hated himself so much, like, for being gay. Like, you know, would he be a different person if he hadn't been good at football and maybe his dad was still an angry man but didn't hate gay people? Would he have grown up and been allowed to be gay and not the end of the, you know, just grow up and you can be happy with who you are away from your parents, so, you know. Only yeah. see him on Christmas and let him say mean things and go, this is why I fucking don't come home, guys, and then leave. That sucks, <laughs> man. So Hernandez's release from the team meant he automatically forfeited his 2015 to 2018 salary, totaling $19 million, which was not guaranteed, What you explained. Correct. Yeah, they're like, you can have this, but we're not guaranteeing this. We're only guaranteeing this much. That is correct. The Patriots avoided all remaining guarantees, including his 2013 and 2014 salaries, on the grounds that these guarantees were for skill, injury, or salary cap room, and did not include being cut for conduct determination to the best interest of professional football. So I think they were fighting giving him his money, right? I think that's what oh, it yes. is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was a big, that was a big thing of debate. Did they owe him the money or did they not? Like, did you? Because there was some, there was guaranteed money that hadn't been. There yeah, like, so it's yeah, like, it like fifteen. I owe you this money, out. even if you start to suck and we bench you. I still owe you this money, or if you get hurt, I still owe you this money. But if I commit first degree murder, conduct detrimental to the best interest of professional football. So, 
so they plan to withhold $3.25 million of Hernandez's $212 sign-in bonus that was due to be paid and to recoup the sign-in bonus already paid. Oh, so they want money back. Not only do they want to not give him any more, they want some money back. Yep. Oh, man, that's impressive. The NFL, man, they're harsh. Aren't they a non-for-profit? <laughs> I actually think they turned over their non-for-profit. Okay, but recently. they but they were. For... Oh, yes. That's so weird. I, I, uh, that's so weird. In prison phone calls, Hernandez expressed distress at his treatment by Belichick and the Patriots. So he's hearing his mom or fiance saying, yeah, we got your award or your this back from this place. Or they're taking all your jerseys down. He's like, really? Like, really? <laughs> he's like, man, that's cold. Like, yes. Well, yeah. Saito Sport and Puma canceled their endorsement deals with Hernandez and EA Sports announced that Hernandez's likeness would be dropped from the NCAA Football 14 and Madden NFL to 25 video games. So now you can't even look like him on your game. After visitor complaints of a prize-winning photo of Hernandez from his rookie season depicted him triumphantly high-stepping into the end zone in front of uh, Green Bay Packer cornerback, Sam Shields was removed from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're going to take down photos of him, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. The They're uni- like, we're not fucking having it. And it just keeps getting worse. The University of Florida removed Hernandez's name and likeness from various locations at its football facility, including a stone that had his name and All-American inscribed upon it. Including a rock that resembled him. Yes. They like, found on the grounds. Get the power washer out and blow the grit away from this so it's nothing. <laughs> he walked on this land. We must fire. Fire. I don't know. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Bristol Central High School also removed all of his awards and gave it to his family. So, like, get this shit out of here. We don't want it. I don't know if you want it, but right here. His mom was like, yeah, we went to get all your awards. He's like, what? So, no one wants anything to even That was remember. nice when they gave him back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, they're just trying to erase the memory of Hernandez for anywhere they ever played sports. Uh, Hernandez gave power of attorney to his agent and instructed him to provide his fiance with a whopping $3,000 a month and to help her find more affordable housing. Well, I guess if they're going to take all his money away. The house was (laughs) about that. He also set aside $500,000 for his fiance and their daughter and $120,000 for a close friend. While in prison, Hernandez continued to work out and anticipate returning to the NFL. So I think he actually kind of thinks he might be able to come back from this. They're going to appeal this conviction. Are there grounds that we could get it overturned? Maybe. And he was acquitted of the other murder. So then he might be, he would only have the firearm charges to serve. And so then can he come back to the NFL? Um, If you're acquitted and overturned and only ever were guilty of firearm charges, could you come back? But who would take you? That's the other question. But it all goes downhill fast. Faced. On April 17th, 2017, reporter Michelle McPhee appeared on the Kirk and Callahan show where she and two hosts used sexual innuendo to imply that Hernandez was gay. This is so much worse than what I'm just saying out loud. Well, the audio well, of it, it. Make it bad. She is there to talk about her book that she wrote. Probably took her a year to write this fucking book. And she's here with two men to talk about her book. And I don't, do you know the Kirk and Colleen show? Have you ever heard of that? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Kirk and Colleen. What do you have? Callahan. Oh. <laughs> Same thing. It's two guys. And so she's here to talk about her book, which I'm assuming is a sports book of some sort. And they go, yeah, yeah, the book is great. Wonderful. I want to talk about Aaron Hernandez. So she's just like, yeah. Okay. okay. 
And they're like, what is this about? He's gay. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, he got a tight end. Do you think he still has a tight end in prison? <gasps> like she makes that joke. Like it's bad. Not that women can't make bad jokes, but it is bad. And they're like, I don't know. Well, it just, it's, I'll just see if I can find the audio clip. It's just so, but we make fun of criminals. He's a convicted murderer. We make fun of them all the time. But I think it's the fact that you're just teasing him the fact that he's gay. Joining us here is the author of the new book, Maximum Harm, which I'm 160 pages in. A change of plans. The book's great. We'll the book is great. Million. Let's get back to Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Your next I can't book. believe you guys haven't uh, heard about this well, how, 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 I, I how have, would we know that? Kirk, I think I know what you'll say, but this, this rumor, this Aaron Hernandez rumor, which is so juicy, I want to get... It's something we can certainly play with as, as the days go on. I'm not sure how comfortable Michelle is talking about. No, Michelle. I, I mean, hey, let's tease away. Yes. Let's just say that Aaron Hernandez... Was a former tight end before he was kicked off tight the Tight end off the field as well? Yes. Yes. So you think he's comfortable in the prison lifestyle? He's probably doing... Let's just say that Aaron Hernandez is known to kick with both feet. There you go. Wow. There you go. That's big. I don't know. It's not... Yeah. Because that's... You're on national... Like, you're on a TV show. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. She later apologized that her words were less than eloquent, but... No shit. They were just implying that he must have a great time in prison because it's like... Oh, other men there. That's in poor taste. Yeah, it was just like, really? Well, she's going to feel extra bad because two days later at 3.05, a correctional officer has found Hernandez hanging by his bedsheet from his window in his cell. Uh, He was transported to UMass Memorial Hospital where he was pronounced dead at 4.07. He had been smoking K2, a drug associated with psychosis. Within 30 hours of his death, shampoo had, was found covering the floor and cardboard was wedged underneath the cell door to make it difficult to, for someone to enter. And there were drawings in blood on the wall showing an unfinished pyramid and the all-seeing eye of God with the word Illuminati written in capital letters underneath. Um, oh, I'm sure that... Like, he was not stable. On April 20th, 2017, investigators reported that three handwritten notes were next to a Bible open to John 3.16. And John 3.16 was written on his forehead in ink. What is John 3.16? It's a Bible For God verse. so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son. Whoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Yeah. Wow. You can know yeah. the whole thing. No, that's a now, pretty- you might check that because it's entirely possible. I think you got it. I think you got it. That was good. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that's... I knew it was something that only begotten speaking, son is all is I knew. the most important verse in the entire Bible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I, could see I've that. Se- I see that people wear shirts all the time to say John 316. And, and then it says Austin 316. Uh, John Deere, John Green, John 316. John, John Cougar, John Deere, John 316. Yeah. Baez reprinted the content of the notes in his 2018 book, Unnecessary Roughness. One short letter was addressed to Baez. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Play on words. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. One short letter was addressed to Baez thanking him for securing the not guilty verdict in the Furtado de Abreu homicide and anticipating an appeal in the Odin Lloyd case, in addition to asking Baez to pass along thanks to spe- specific specific musicians. <laughs> specific musicians. <laughs> specific musicians whose songs Hernandez found inspiring. Like, okay. And like Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Pop. But put your ants in the air if you're a true player. <laughs> Biggest mouse, big, big, Biggest mouse. 
The other two notes were addressed to Hernandez's fiance and daughter. In contrast to the straightforward letter to Baez, the lawyer described the other notes as written in a disjointed and markedly ominous tone. The letters to his daughter were described by the Boston Globe as strange, rambling, mystical, and tender. Final letters to uh, Shayana and Aviel. Those are dated on the night he died. I'm entering into the timeless realm in which I can enter into any form at any time because everything that could happen or not happen... I see all at once. Does this strike you as a man who's um, sort of at peace with the decision he's about to make or in real distress? It strikes me as not normal. So um, something was affecting him at that time where it's kind of more or less like he made his decision up, but it just, I, I don't know if he knew what was going on. A second letter was written to Shayana, whom he called his soulmate and a true angel adding, this was the Supreme Almighty's plan, not mine, and ending with not much time on being called John 316. The letter he wrote to me was weird. I, I mean, it didn't refer to me as babe um, or something more intimate. It kind of it leaves me not having closure. And while the letters to his fiance and daughter were seemingly delusional, the note for Jose Baez seemed more like it was written by a man who had plans to live. Despite the fact that Hernandez was convicted of murder, Jose Baez and Shayana Jenkins say he was misunderstood. He had a big heart. He was very caring. He would give the shirt off of his back. Beyond any doubt, based on what I've seen, that Aaron did not commit the two Boston murders. Now, I didn't represent him in the Odin Lloyd case, but after reviewing the evidence and seeing what I've seen, I have a reasonable doubt that he uh, committed that crime. So he just got unlucky twice? When you hang around the kind of characters that he was hanging around, you expose yourself to that type of activity. Prison officials had not observed any signs that Hernandez was at risk for suicide, so he had not been put on a round-the-clock watch where they put you in, like, a hospital gown, and that's it. You know, less than that, it's like a weighted smock. It's something where you can't hurt yourself with. A weighted smock. Yeah. After his death, researchers at Boston University studied his brain and diagnosed him with bipolar CTE. disorder. CTE. We might have been. What's CTE? Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It's the mush brain disease. They said Hernandez's CTE, which is caused by repeated head trauma, was the worst case they had ever seen in someone so young. Fuck. Yeah. They suggested that the CTE, which uh, which results in poor judgment, inability of impulses, anger, paranoia, emotional vol volatility, depression, memory loss, and rage behaviors may explain some of Hernandez's criminal acts and other behavior. I mean, all of what I just listed sounds like him. Jose Baez believes that years of brain trauma from playing football played a role in Hernandez's death. What do the final letters Aaron sent tell you about his state of mind and what if any impact CTE may have played in that state of mind in those final hours? And what it tells me is that this is someone with a severe brain injury who is manifesting the symptoms that uh, result from repeated injuries to the head. Did you see behavior on Aaron's part that made you think he had injuries to his brain? The headaches that he encountered and the memory loss. There was a lot of writing down, so a lot of post-it notes that, you know, we had to then do so he could remember some things. 
Hernandez has had only two confirmed concussions since he began playing football at the age of eight. So it's like they do the, you know, the how many fingers am I holding up? Count backwards from 100 by seven. (laughs) (laughs) How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And yes. they, in the podcast, they talk about how it's just socially acceptable to get a concussion. They called it a stinger, getting your bell rung. Like, it just happens. It's part of it. You need to learn how to take a hit and, you know, to get up and get back on the field, you're fine. And it's like, really, like, you shouldn't be. They should, like, it fucks you up. I know. Well, that's what happens to a lot of these players that get hit all the time. Yeah. So this is the big new debate about that. And they needed his brain, which his family agreed, and they called it the most important brain they'd ever gotten. In September 2017, researchers at the Boston University Center released a statement diagnosing Hernandez as having brain injuries consistent with CTE stage 3 or 4 at the time of his death. After release of the statement, Hernandez's fiance and daughter sued the Patriots and the NFL for causing Hernandez's death and depriving his daughter of her father's companionship. Jose Baez is now suing the NFL on behalf of Aaron Hernandez's daughter, AVL, asking for compensation because of Hernandez's extreme CTE that he says resulted in Hernandez taking his own life. The NFL has recently filed a motion to dismiss the case. One of the biggest problems you have in CTE lawsuits is where did the actual disease develop? Did it develop in the NFL? Did it develop from all the hits he faced in college? How about the hits he faced in high school? For fiancé Shay Jenkins Hernandez, she says she can't help but think of the life for her and for her daughter that could have been. There's a lot of things that he was afraid to personally tell me. Things that I could have not necessarily cured, but I could have helped. I could have told Jose. I could have, you know, extended my ear out. And, um, I don't know, it, it hurts. You feel like maybe if you knew more, you could have helped? Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Which I don't think works out for them. Yeah, the CTE thing is bad. And I don't, they will always play, I don't think you can stop football ever. Yeah. They have one guy on to say he had a special helmet made for him. There was a different type of helmet made and he got it as soon as possible. And he goes, and I got made fun of for being soft. Like you're That's you're supposed to dumb. be able to take the hit and not act like it bothers you. That uh, that culture is now changing. Yeah, the more that's coming out. Yeah, like this is, and the more players are getting out to you know do it for a while and get out. There was a player named God, I can't remember his fucking name. It was something Borland. His last name was Borland. He Borland, was a more like Clorland. Just kidding. I want to say West. Anyways, this guy played. He got. I don't even know if he got drafted. He might have been an unsigned free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, he was drafted. Anyways, he was he was really small for being a linebacker. Oh, okay. Had a really good, I mean, a really good, no one saw it coming just because of how small he was for a linebacker. I mean, like he was mm-hmm. short for a linebacker. Yeah. After his first year, he announced, I'm retiring and I'm going to give back the money that the uh, San Francisco 49ers want. Really? Yep, that he said he decided for his long-term health that it was not worth it. There was um, I watched some video where a hockey player also decided to retire early. Yeah. And what about rugby? I feel like I never hear about rugby. Well, when you're not wearing a helmet, you're less likely to use your head as a helmet. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just they get hit over and over again, and they compared it to like being in a car crash. Like, think about it. If I got hit by a linebacker, like... Mm-hmm. 
you know so some of the guys that know but they, these guys get hit and they stand up and get hit over, over and, and over, over again and over and even they teach like heads up football i'm glad we do not have a boy now she could play girls can play football but i'm statistically speaking they do I not don't think she'll play professional and i don't have to make the decision whether or not to let her play no it starts young like you know if you got a concussion young well now yeah. they're getting away from tackling mm-hmm. until later on Baez writes that he saw symptoms consistent with CTE from his earliest meetings with Hernandez. He sometimes showed keen insight and observational skills, while other times he had gaps in memories that were highly unusual for a young person. The suit on behalf of Hernandez's daughter was dismissed in February 2019 because the deadline to opt out of a class action lawsuit against the league had been missed. So I don't understand what that means, that there was a class action lawsuit and she didn't opt in it, opt out of it. Right. They're not giving her any money. Yeah. And they weren't married. And uh, I still think she could have filed on behalf of her daughter. Okay. Okay. Then maybe that's what, but I don't think they're getting anything. I can't remember what the settlement was. On April 25th, 2017, lawyers for Hernandez filed a motion at Massachusetts Superior Court in Fall River to vacate his murder conviction. This is interesting. The request was granted May 9th. 2017 therefore hernandez he technically died an innocent man due to the legal principle of ab initio under massachusetts law this principle asserts that when a criminal defendant dies but has not exhausted all legal appeals the case reverts to its status at the beginning the conviction is vacated and the defendant is rendered innocent abatum de initio it's latin so they're saying you're in the middle of appealing it so you could have won your appeal yeah. And you would have been innocent then. So we like vacate your sentence. At the time of his death, Hernandez was in the process of filing an appeal. So the prosecution from Massachusetts does not appreciate that he is now technically innocent. The family of Odin Lloyd was disappointed with the ruling, but the attorney didn't believe it would affect the wrongful death suit, which the family has filed. So they're also suing Hernandez for wrongful death, but he's dead. So I don't know who they're suing. His estate. His estate. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because he... He is still worth, even dead, he still has a lot of money. But what if the NFL got that money back? Well, it wouldn't be the NFL, it'd be the New England Patriots. Okay, that's what I mean, yeah. On March 13th, 2019, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court reinstated Hernandez's conviction and ended the practice of abatum ab initio in the state. Abatum ab initio. The court ruled that Hernandez's conviction would stand, but the trial record would note that the conviction was neither affirm nor reversed. The end. The end. Uh, the Adventures of Aaron Hernandez. So I recommend going listening to the other podcast because they have, I don't know, it's longer with more information. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, would he have killed anyone if he hadn't gotten hit in the head over and over? Mm. I'd say it's possible. I mean, I think it's still possible. I, yeah. Uh, might have been better at killing someone for all we know. That's true. The, what they wanted to point at, out, though, is they gave his brain and they cut it up into little slices and study it. Three pound brain. And they have over 300 brains of NFL players, they said. And not a single other person that they have collected brain wise has murdered someone. So all these other people were fucked up by CTE and not murderers. Was. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I don't know if I necessarily believe this, but his brain was the worst brain they'd ever seen. In that age. Well, well, okay, but at that young, mm-hmm. 
did it have a more adverse effect on oh, them? Yeah, because your brain is still developing. Like how old so was he? He when was he committed the, the murder. environment of which he was raised, the things that happened to him, the concussions. That's mm-hmm. part of it. Being a millionaire, bill- uh, well, not a billionaire, but being a millionaire, being famous, all jumbled up into one, and this is what happened. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. you said, your frontal lobe does not stop developing until the age of 25, at least. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was like 23 when he did all this, I think. Yeah. Because, well, if he had grown up in the neighborhood, if he had stayed in the neighborhood he grew up in, mm-hmm. think he was going to be in any less trouble? No. Maybe not. You know, someone less said money, that maybe. it was a worse idea. It was a bad idea that the Patriots picked him up because then he was right by, he wasn't far from his old stomping Yeah, so grounds. if he got drafted by, you know, You know, anywhere. if he had gone somewhere else and he'd have been a lot harder to get to, but, you know, it's, I mean, it's its hard to say. So, yeah, so that's my story. And well, a lot of, a series of unfortunate events is what yeah, I would call it. And he just, I don't know, he had a lot of aggressive contact with a lot of people. It seemed, you know, if you're in trouble since you were 17 for punching and then suspected of murder and then... And two double homicides on two separate occasions in your life. And then on top of that, they're like, you can't be gay. Yeah. I think they were trying to make the point that just because you have CTE doesn't mean you you would be a murderer. No. And it's like, no, this was, he was a unique combination. Are of- we saying that he, you know, he may have gone on to still commit murder even if he yeah. wasn't an NFL star. It was very, it's a very odd set of things. It's like sad and interesting and has so many layers to it. That it is fascinating, I will say. Yes. There is something else in this house. Go. Go in there. I got a fast heartbeat. I got a fast heartbeat. It's got to be that fucking mouse. You ever had all the blood rush to your face? Oh, my God. Okay. All right. We're live. Turn the lights on. I feel like it's either up. Was it your fish tank? screamed <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we're live from inside the house and we have also heard a noise that could also be from inside the house and the dog barked and i screamed <laughs> the end. It's haunted. so it was, was talk- definitely haunted no. because that fell over while we were i was talking in latin i summoned a demon you did i said it like three times too and then that fell over why did that sound so... It sounds like someone was opening something. Yeah. I think it's a mouse. We killed its brother. You killed my brother. That sounds too big to be a mouse. I don't know. I'm yeah. like really confused because we, if it was a mouse, it might be like, you know. You dirty rat. You killed my brother. Wow. It's almost like there's a fucking possum or something. That's we a- saw that one giant mom. It's a mommy mouse. Like, no, that is a fucking possum. That's what that <laughs> it's a mommy mouse. <laughs> a big mommy mouse. Remember, we heard something loud the other day too. Wow, it yeah. gave me a fright. It was the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. I think there's something in the attic. I think it sounded low. Hello, low. Like- I'm not good at that. Where is the noise coming uh, from? When game? I stood up, it sounded low, but I don't know. Underneath us, though, they're walking on all padding. Mm-hmm. Up top, there's wooden beams uh-huh. that you would hear. Underneath us. Do you have a crawl space? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, th- I didn't know. All right. That's all I got. That's all we got. I just, I have been given a fright. I'm afraid, Mr. Mom. <laughs> Tell them where to find us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Here, my mouse has something to say. Hello, ladies. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> this is Murder Mouse. <laughs> 
I'm just a little, I'm just a little dick. <laughs> he has been a little dick this whole time. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Carla, I hear you got the magic touch. <laughs> and you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, that's not funny. Boris, tell us a story. It's Ruth. <laughs> he's so inconsiderate. I know. He's just like, how can I help you? He does not play fighting. Oh. I, don't, I haven't added pictures of you two in a while. Okay. Sign us out. <laughs> For honest to goodness. Stay out of the gorn. <laughs> And for honest to goodness, stay, stay out, out of the, the corn. corn. <laughs> wow, we all got skirt. I don't know what it is. Boris, come here and lay down. He's like finding the most noisy spots of the house. <laughs> Boris, come on. You might not be able to hear it. I can when he's right there. I can. Boris, over here. I I know, but if he's up, I can't help it. Boris. He's so obsessed with me. Boris. God, he doesn't even know his name. I don't think. Yes, it does. I'm a smart dog. Up, no, no, come on, up. Bubba. Come on, Boris. I want to play on the computer. He doesn't like to be manhandled. Resist! Resist! You're going to get up in your room. It's so bad. Your head is gigantic. Feels like you. That's what she said. <laughs> Last time you just laid down. Laid down. Okay, we'll just pretend like he's not here. Boris, lie down. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Why? Boris. Why? His sniffer is insane. He's licking my toes. I'm really not liking it. Some people are into that. I'm not one of those people. Apparently, though, you are into animals. What the fuck? <laughs> the animals are into me. <laughs> I just thought I'd take him off. If he's got a weird thing for feet, then he can just play with my shoes. <laughs> Why? Quit it. He's just like looking. Come here. Come here. Come lay up here. If it's just you and I, he'll lay down. Man. He's nuts. <sighs> Boris. I don't know what to do. I don't either. Sit down. Sit. <laughs> Boris, sit. Sit down. Lay down. <laughs> okay, my buddy. Oh my god. You traitor. <laughs> Boris. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, stop it. Those are my papers. Are you done with them? Yeah, but <laughs> he it was just funny because he kinda like army crawled over there. Boris, get down. I have to reread that sentence. We have like one sentence left. Come on, get down. 
Poe, Poe, oh, you got to suck. Would you like to come over here and suck on my demands? Give him a nice little kiss. Just stay. It's like, oh, Jesus yeah, Christ, lady. My God. He's got to go somewhere else. I'd put him up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you've never been so physical with me before. I don't understand why he was fine. He just, like, gave you a look. I like know. I don't understand why he was fine last time, but then this time. Yeah, you're going to have some editing to do. Oh, it's going to go on and on.